Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's a big week when RHAP is on the road in Chicago. Check out my live show from Chicago. That's going to be up on Thursday, Wednesday night. Shannon Gus is going to be live with you with Kelly Wentworth after Survivor. And we preview the Dondi finale with Dealer No Deal Island host Joe Manganiello all right here on RHAP. We know reality TV. It's the Purple Pants, it's the Purple Pants, it's the Purple Pants Podcast. You better get your headphones and listen up quick. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You better listen in public, might make your stomach hurt. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You're trying to unwind, you better get that box wine. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You're trying to get your snack, you better hurry right back, though. It's the Purple Pants, it's the Purple Pants. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Purple Pants Podcast, Amazing Race Pit Stop Edition, Episode 282. What flight are you on? Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode. I am Bryce Isaiah, your humble and also gracious host. If you have not already, please ensure that you are subscribed to the Purple Pants Podcast. We are available anywhere you stream your podcast. Just look for the Purple Pants Podcast. Subscribe write a review, and give your baby boy some five stars. And as always with our Amazing Race Pit Stop, you can watch this audio podcast as well. Just head over to YouTube, type in Bryce Isaiah, click subscribe, give this video a thumbs up, and let us know in the comments what you think. Brooke Cam High, the winner of Amazing Race Season 29, and myself are back breaking down Episode 3 of Season 35 of The Amazing Race. Brooke is one of the most dedicated podcasters I have the opportunity of working with. We know Brooke just got married. She is currently in her honeymoon over there in Fiji, but we worked it out so that we could deliver the Purple Pants Posse, the Amazing Race Pit Stop. So Brooke and I break down what we think about this week. The airport drama that everybody has been waiting for it feels like classic Amazing Race. So listen, let's get into this week's Pit stop. And we are back with your amazing race, Pit Stop, covering season 35, episode three. And I am joined by my amazing co-host who happens to be the winner of Amazing Race season 29. She used to be Miss Brooke Cam High, but now she is Miss Brooke Goodwin. Brooke, your location looks a lot different. Where are you? Uh, Bula. I'm in Fiji. We are running around, but I would miss nothing. I mean, I I have a handle on the episode. I am noteless. For the first time in like four seasons of us doing this together, I have no notes. That being said, I think we're still going to do quite well at this. So from a overwater bungalow yes. on the islands of Fiji, I'm excited to recap with you because nothing yes. can tear me away from this. Well, I love it. I'm excited. But before we get to Amazing Race, tell us about your honeymoon. How is it going? Like, first of all, this is dedication. OK, Brooke is on her honeymoon. And I was like, well, Brooke, here's three options. We can take a break. <laughs> 
come back next week. I can get a co-host to cover or like we can figure it out. Brooke was like, we'll figure it out. I'll bring my laptop, my stuff. I'm going to call the hotel to see what their connections are. I called the head. I emailed like Brooke was not playing. Okay. So listen, we, I, well, I appreciate your dedication. Uh, Brooke is not fast. Parents. Brooke is not strong, but Brooke is smart. We're making it work. Breaks are for suckers. We don't take breaks. You come on, you better talk that talk. But how is your honeymoon? Like you're literally like, and for the people that are listening on the Purple Pants podcast, Brooke is in a a beautiful bungalow, seeing clear water. She got her sunglasses on. She looking a little sun kissed. Like, just tell us a little bit. How's the honeymoon going? Um, we are on the second island. We went to this island called Tokariki, um, which and also did a drive-by of several of the Survivor Islands. I took my videos. That's as close as I'm ever going to get to a Survivor Island because, you know, I'm only stepping on that beach if there's a fully loaded boat to take me off that beach about 10 seconds later. Um, And so yesterday we came here. We're on the main island. And it is, I mean, it's the most gorgeous place I've ever seen in my life. This first resort was, there was no Wi-Fi in your rooms, no TVs, no phones. It was, but it was the most beautiful views and most wonderful people and just best experience ever so we are resort two of four right now because you know me i can't go one place and just sit there for two weeks we have to go four places because crazy and i'm loving it i'm loving it listen so well it looks amazing i mean you want amazing race for a reason so listen (laughs) i wouldn't expect you to just stay one place and i was expect you to have a lot of pit stops on your way uh while brooke is up in the islands having an amazing time i actually got the opportunity first of all i don't know who i am anymore brooke like you know my love with survivor uh but amazing race has been stealing my heart recently uh i've been loving it and loving the players and actually this wednesday i got to watch uh the amazing race with the Philly Johns and Andrea and uh, Melania was like, I got to get to New York because Brooke says she's going to buy me a drink. So I'm going to take her up on that offer. But uh, good. Get here. Well, not here. Get there. And oh, look at you guys. I love that. I cannot wait to meet you ladies. I know you listen. So I can't wait to meet you. The drink offers stand. Get up to New York sometime after next week and we will we'll drink it up. It'll be great. Yes. So they actually had a watch party, like literally up the street from my house. Like I literally I felt like you, Brooke. I walked to the watch party. I was like, oh, my God. Um, And of course, so I had convenient. to support the ladies. OK, I got my Philly John T-shirt on this amazing race episode. But no, they were so amazing. So like. Just I mean, we just had a good old time. Uh, Me and Andrea, we closed the bar out. OK, nice. they was like, it's time for y'all to go. Melania had to take her. I met her son, her son. I was like, you do your homework. He was like, it's done. I was like, it better be done because you out late. But no, their energy, uh, their vibes are so amazing. So, I mean, I already was rooting for the Philly Johns, but I mean... I am definitely rooting for the Philly Jones. So shout out to them. Um, but so listen, we got a lot to unpack. Yes. I got my notes. So, Love that. okay, we starting in Bangkok. Okay. Uh, Phil lets us know that we are flying. Sorry, really quickly. Can we just talk about the fact that you have pages and pages and pages of notes? Things that I never expected to see from Bryce. I don't know what you're doing about to About the right? amazing race, but... When you talk about the fact that you were like a casual fan, you're like, Brooke wanted to do it. So we said we would do it. You now take notes. That's it. You're officially you're officially a legitimate, amazing race fan. I mean, I'm proud. The the next step is I feel like I have to play now, you know? Yeah, you do. uh, We'll have to see. But I mean, we know some people, so we'll go ahead and make some calls. Uh, First of all. Me taking notes this episode, there were so many. Well, there was one thing that I noticed and I put in my note. I was like, oh, my God, I can't wait till we get to it so I can talk to you about it because I peeped something that you always said that you should do uh, and that the camera called. And I was like, well, I can't wait to talk about it. But anyway, Phil says we're in Bangkok. We're flying 500 miles to Vietnam. And then from Vietnam, we're they're going to be in Ho Chi Minh City. Okay, sound like Hoochie Man, and that's the city I want to go to. And then from there, they have to take a four-hour bus to Kantai. Now, Jocelyn and Victor got my little times, too. They the first team out. 
at 5.24 a.m. Then it was Robin Corey, 5.54. Greg and John, 6.41. Morgan and Lena, 7.08. Todd and Ashley, 7.29. Steve and Lee, uh, Anna Lee, 7.49. Joe and Ian, 8.30. Liam and I really think that his name is, and we'll have to find this out, but I think it's like Jeremy. Because I what was your Remy? I say your Remy, but or maybe you're thought, right. Because when I I'm, when I was listening, I was like, I don't hear your Remy. But I mean, we just won't call him. Possible, I'm not right. The brothers. Yeah. Uh, so there you go. Joel, Joel and Garrett, eight a.m. Andrea and Melania, nine oh one, and Robin and Chelsea, nine oh eight. That's the question. That they, does she say Melania or does she say Melena? That's a good question because I've been saying Melania. It's possible. It's possible. I've just been wrong this whole time. And again, you're gonna be like, Bright, we'll, you we'll just drink on it. And you'll we'll drink my on name. It. We're gonna drink on it. We'll figure it out. <laughs> we'll have to figure it out. But so, old school, amazing race, Brooke. They gotta go to travel agencies. And so here was another thing yes. that was interesting, right? Like so, Jocelyn and Victor left at five twenty four, but the travel agency didn't open up till seven. So that kind of is like, you might be in the league, but you could have been, you know, Morgan and Lena was right in there. So, but I mean, and I know this is uh, Thailand and it's in Bangkok, but when I expect the travel agency, right, I expect the travel agent to like be on the computer. These travel agents, they was calling people. They was like, hold on, wait. Which spell your name? B-R-O? Okay. Like, I was like, what's going on? So, there were two flights that we originally knew of. One flight was 145. The other one was 755. Oof. So, of course, Jocelyn and Victor, uh, Rob and Corey, Greg and John, and Morgan and Lena uh, are on this 145 flight. Then the next person that got there was Todd and Ashley. You know Todd and Ashley don't play. So then no. their flight travel agent, he couldn't get it together. So he put them on the 755 flight. So essentially, everyone after that was on the 755 flight. However, I heard about Joel yes. and mm-hmm. Ian got there and they went to the guy in the back. You and always I, go to the guy in the back. I stand by this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, the guy in the back said, hold on. Let, mm-hmm. Give me 10 minutes. Give me your passports. Give me 10 minutes. Now, Joel and Ian were just talking about how, like, being on the race, they're, like, so hyped. They got all this energy. Um, and, like, they need to, like, kind of take it in and relax. But I, I forget if it was Joel or Ian. One of them was like, I can't relax. We can't let our guard down. So their travel agent, they found a 150 flight. Always go to the guy in the back. Mm-hmm. So uh, Joel, Joe and Ian and Joel and Garrett got on the 150 flight and then everyone else was on the 755 flight. Now, let me ask you this question. When you call these travel agents, right? Like if it's two of y'all, do you have to sit there together? Because I was like, if I'm you talk to this one, I'm going to talk to this one. Like, I feel like you shouldn't just take what one person says. Like, I would want to shop around. Agree. Yes and no. So there's a rule in The Amazing Race. You can never be more than 20 feet from your partner. So you can't be in different places. However, let's say you're the only two in the travel agency or there's a couple teams, but there's more travel agents than contestants. You can absolutely speak to two different people at the same time. Um, As long as your camera guy is supposed to be able to record both of you at the same time, you're not supposed to be separate. But there's no rule that says you can't speak to two different travel agents. Shop it around. I agree. In fact, we were in, we had to go to a travel agency in Greece on my season. And what had happened was there were, there was a flight like you're talking about, a, like a special secret double probation flight that we found, but there were only four seats available on it. Now, anyone who knows the amazing race behind the scenes deal knows you need four seats, two for the contestants, one for the camera person and one for the sound person. So everyone needs four tickets. My partner and I had a little bit of a back and forth being like, we don't want to be the only person on this flight because God forbid the flight gets delayed. I know what you're about to tell me because somebody's flight got delayed. Um, And so we opted not to go take that flight by ourselves, but it was because we shopped around and went to the guy in the back that he found this secret flight for us. Now, I also told my partner, we got on the flight with everybody else because my thought process is always be with people because if you're out on your own and something bad happens, you're you're screwed. So be with people if you can be with people. 
I told my partner, like at the end of the leg, hey, you know, that flight that we were supposed to get on, it got delayed by three hours. So it's a good thing we didn't take it. I don't know. It may not have gotten delayed. I just wanted to make him feel better. So (laughs) my thought is always be with people if you can be with people. So and go to the guy in the back shop around. I agree. So, I mean, you called it the 145 flight got delayed until 345, which still keeps them Mm -hmm. in a really good lead because they're still a couple of hours before the 755 flight. But that 150 flight with Joe, Ian and Joel and Garrett is now moving to the front. And so when we were in the airport and we got to hear the delay and you could see the camera kind of panning around and seeing like the kind of the frustration but frustration set in two things. First of all, what couple do you think from what you know thus far uh, was probably the most upset learning that a team after them is not on the 755 flight with them? Well, (laughs) my options are uh, Todd and Ashley, because I feel like Todd would be loud about everything. (laughs) And you, we would think that it would be Todd, but this time it was Ashley. Ashley was like, wait. I believe that it was Ashley. I very much believe it. She was like, Robin and Chelsea, they got a one fit. Like, she couldn't believe it. Ashley wanted to speak to a supervisor. Okay, but I mean, I wouldn't have been mad either. I get that. My question is, so the way the Amazing Race used to work is, and they've changed the rules way before I ran it, was you could book a dozen flights. People were out there in the airports booking this flight. If they found a better flight, they'd get those tickets. The Amazing Race was wasting so much money in tickets that were never used because you used to be allowed to book as many flights as you want. In my world, when I ran, you ran. Um, you Once you booked a flight, even if you found a better flight, you couldn't book it, but you could shop around. But if you shopped around and you missed that initial flight, then tough luck. So once you booked it, you booked it. I wonder what the deal is. Um, if they booked their flight, they probably, same rules as ours, couldn't have got, gotten on that 150 flight, even if there were seats available. So did anybody who got there after Todd and Ashley get on that 150 flight or was it yeah. just the four of them? No. So Todd and Ashley got there. They got on the 755 flight. Uh, Steve and Anna Lee got on the 755 flight. Uh, then Joel and Ian came. They got on the 150 flight. Then the brothers came. They got on the 755 flight. And then uh, Joel and Garrett, they came and they got on the 150 flight. So it was like, it seemed like when Joel and Garrett got there, uh, Ian and Joel were leaving. So they went to that guy and that guy was able to get them. To, I was like, oh, OK, I see you. Um, so rule for races always go to the back. Now, when we were in the airport and we heard about the delay and we got to see the brothers, Greg and John. And so we saw John. He was standing up. Greg had a cell phone. And he was sitting next to somebody and he was taking notes. So it looked like from they whatever information that they had received, it looked like he was jotting down like maybe directions or something. And so I was like, that's something that Brooke always says about the airports is that like use that time to get your information. Agree. Yes. If you know where you're going, even if you just know what city you're going to, then We used to try and find what are the biggest landmarks? The Amazing Race likes to show off the most beautiful places, the biggest landmarks, the the things that they're going to want to see on TV. And so we would just do a little bit of research because why why not? What else are you going to do in the airport? And try and find the the biggest places, the most well-known spots, the 230-foot tall Buddha, you know, the things that you think are going to be seen on TV and find out a little bit more information about where those things are at least. And you know what? If you don't use it, what's the harm? You've wasted a little bit of your time that you, and if you do use it, then you're in a really good position. And I think that Greg and John, for how young they are, are racing very, very smart. Couldn't agree more. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And so after we, all the flights take off, and then from Ho Chi Minh City, they have to then travel to a bus station and take a four-hour bus to Kansai. Um, and so when is this the buses or this is the dock? Okay, yeah. So they get the buses now. I wrote down the bus times, but I didn't really matter. The bus was an interesting bus. I ain't never seen a bus like this before. It was kind of like almost like a first class bus where it's like you had to first of all you had to take your shoes off. Mm-hmm. You couldn't get on the bus with your shoes, so hope your feet ain't smelly. Mm-hmm. Uh, you take your shoes off and you get on the bus. And so I just thought that was so interesting. Like I was like, I could ride in, uh, take me anywhere you need to go. Now, I also was just curious why Corey or no, this is uh, Joe or Garrett, why they ain't put their bags above or below the seat. But, you know, I... Uh, Joel's just sitting like, with his bag on his lap. Right, well, right order. I mean, you know what? You know why? Because dude left his fanny pack on the last leg of the race. <laughs> and he's like, not going to risk it ever, ever again. He's like, this stays in my hands at all times from now on. I respect that. And so after they get to Kantai City, they have to... They go to this dock because they have to take a boat. Now, the dock has three different boxes and there are 545 times in the morning, 6 and 6.15. Now, obviously, the people that got there first are getting there first. But what was interesting, and I was like, ooh, Brooke is going to love this. So there were, I think, three spots for the 545. uh, And I believe Corey and Rob got it. And I believe, uh, I think this is Jocelyn and Victor. Maybe. I think I think it's if I, if I have it correctly, I think it's Joel and Garrett get the early time along with Corey and Rob and Joe and Ian. Is it Joe and Ian? No. So here's no. the get you, get you, gotcha, right? So I think it's Corey and Rob and then Joe and Ian get the 545 time and everyone else that comes gets the 645. However, yes. when mm-hmm. uh, what's her name? The, the Annalee. Annalee. So mm-hmm. when she got there, instead of just going to all of the boxes that everybody was going in, she was going through them all and looking and realized that, oh, this is a 545 time. And yes, thank you. These are things that because you know what? People are moving so fast. People are dropping things all over the place. There's no harm. Check the box, because you know what? If there's a little floater at the bottom of that box, this is 545. That's how you get yourself to the front of the. She's smart. She's smart and she's scrappy. She's. I'm a little spider monkey. Yeah, I like that. I, uh, mm-hmm. The father and dad duo definitely kind of jumped up. Father and dad, daughter and dad definitely jumped up in my kind of like level of seeing them because they've been in sixth place for a while. But I was like, okay, they are really kind of coming and getting it together. Um, and then, so after they get on the docks, this is like the big thing, which was so fun. It was the travel to the floating market. And they have baskets of dragon fruit, tangerines, and golden melons. And so they had to navigate in this market. And then they had to find a, I want to say a truck, but a boat that had the fruit at the top. And then you had to deliver all of your fruit to the one truck that wanted the tangerines. And you had to find the other truck that wanted the dragon fruit. Uh, And it seemed simple, but they had like seven baskets of dragon dragon fruit. And so many people. And so question, was this, this was not a roadblock. This is something that both team members got to get on the boat together. Okay. 
Both teams had to do it. Um, and it was really interesting. Uh, also, again, you know, I'm always going to show love to Rob and Corey. Uh, Rob was ready. First of all, Rob, when they were on the plane, he was telling Corey, like, travel agents use phones. Like, first of all, who even uses a travel agent anymore? Uh, Rob was like, are we in the stone age here? But Rob, during this mission, he was so hyped, so ready, throwing the fruit at Corey. Corey having to catch it and throw it over. So this was something that was a little confusing to me during the episode, though. It seemed like there were some stations or well, the majority of the stations could two people could pull up to them. So I guess on either side and two teams could be giving fruit. Uh, but there, I felt like when one of the teams got to one of the places, maybe they didn't look hard enough because they're like, Oh, another team is loading. We can't load. But I'm like, it was just two teams that read your clue was there. Um, and so it definitely was an interesting challenge. And Although it's a floating market, there's still like streets, right? So there were some ways that like the boats could only go up away. Now it seemed like everybody's boat driver was kind of breaking the law. And because when they would stop the fruit, they would be like, okay, go over there. But with Greg and John, they would like they would see where the fruit is, like from a hundred meters away. And they would tell the guy, like, go over there. He would like just go the long way around and they really kind of got messed up there. Uh, Morgan and Lena, because they were in the back of the pack, every time they went to two stations and there were multiple people there. Uh, and they're like, this ain't going to work for us. So they used their express pass, which is good, but it wasn't good. Only because like, given the time that it took them to get on the boat and to get there, right? There right. were some teams that were already kind of done. And so it didn't really give them much of a lead. However, um, I believe it was Lena who was saying like, we're going to be at the back, right? Like, and so I, we don't know what we're about to face. So I, I agree with the decision though, right? Because it was almost like, do we want to end in the back or like try to like get ahead or at least stay in the middle? Because they really would have been behind. Well, okay. I personally think I don't agree with this decision and I'll tell you why. Okay. If you're going to use the, every leg of the amazing race with very, very rare exception has a roadblock, has a detour. You haven't hit either of those things yet. So you're bound to have two more tasks happen before there's an elimination, right? Are you with me? So my feeling is this. If you've already gotten on your boat and you've already started this task, there's going to be other tasks. Either use the express pass before you get on the boat and don't waste any of your time at all, or be at the back for right now, get to the detour, which will be coming next, right? And Use it before you even start it. Jump an entire task. Don't do it to, to get out of the back of a task that you're already partway through and that people have already finished. Unless it's the very, very last task of the leg, which you knew this was not because A, you were a half hour into the episode. And B, there haven't been any detours or roadblocks. So I, I get it. I get, believe me, Lena and Morgan, I get the feeling of panic of being you're in the back. It's all going to go to hell. It's going to be over. It's going to be done. And I think there's something to be said for using it to get yourself out of the back. But I think there was a, a, a better option here for them. But well, again, it's easy to say that from my, I was going to say from my couch, it's easy to say that from my deck, but who am I to say anything? Uh, but during this fruit tossing, uh, Joel and Garrett really kind of surprised me. They were killing it. I think they pulled up or I think... Um, Anna Lee and her father were at the Tangerine station and then Joel and Garrett pulled up. They practiced, they passed them, right? Like they were like very much in sync. And I'm like, oh, could this be like, am I spying a potential winner pick here? Because again, I always said before, the people that win the first two ones, I don't think are going to be the winners just because of the luck of the draw. Um, another thing that we learned, I had said before while we were on the boats, is we learned that Todd used to play uh, pro basketball. 
did I not say that Todd had that energy of like the soccer dad to go get him? What do you do? Like, I feel like my read on these players. It's good. Are amazing. You know um, what you're doing. So every time that you were, I feel like I'm like not as good as you uh, remembering no, these stories. You're now a super fan. No, you've got this. <laughs> but every time that you got empty, you had to get rid of like your three fruits. And every time that you got emptied, the dragon fruit, the melon, and the tangerines, you would get a piece of a photo. When you put the photo together, it was an image of, I believe it was Pier 20. Um, and so... Greg and Joel got to Pier 21st and Morgan and Lena got second because they used their express pass. And this is when we get to the detour. The detour is paper or plastic. Love it. Now, just hearing that alone, which detour do you think you would take? It, it didn't tell you what it was. It was well, a blind I mean, detour. I'm just, I'm just, your detour today is paper or plastic. Which one just off the title? Plastic. And I'll tell you why. Okay. Only based on where I am in the world. In Vietnam, I would guess that paper has something to do with rice paper. And plastic, I don't know what it is. But I feel like plastic is probably the more... Paper sounds like the more... Which is probably... I, I would normally do the one that requires dexterity. But that seems like it would be a much more detail-oriented, less room for error one. Where plastic, there's usually a more physical and a less physical. And while I wouldn't normally choose the more physical, um, I feel like the paper might be very, very difficult to do. So plastic, how'd I do? So, I mean, depends on how you feel you did, right? So if I just got paper or plastic, I'm just going to automatically go with paper because I feel like paper is more environmentally I was going to say, friendly. better for the planet. But uh, for paper, you had to make these rice cakes kind of like crepes uh you had to make 12 of them you had to make it on this little stove and then use this broom-esque stick to get it off and of course it's sticky and it's kind of sort of hard to make uh but tedious but you had to make 12 of them and get it tested plastic was you had to a piece of a motorcycle you had to essentially like wrap it with this plastic paper but the shape that it was it had very sharp edges and so like if you first put the piece down and could cover it you realize it's not going to be enough to cover the ends so you need to make sure the you put the part in the right spot and you have to like heat it up and maneuver and there can be no air bubbles so it was very clear that the plastic was not the option to take uh morgan and lena get there first lena uh says that she has done things like this she's really good with wallpapers and so they pick i believe they pick pink first and or orange they pick orange and so look like they was killing it then it rips then we kind of sort of learn. So the people that go here are Morgan and Lena, Joel and Ian, and the brothers. Uh, okay. The brothers pick the red color, Joel and Ian, because, you know, they my baby boys. They pick purple. Uh, and so everyone had to start over at some point in time because it was ripping. However, Morgan and Lena learned that after they got it checked one time, they could see a lot of bubbles. Uh, and then they realized if they went with a darker color, they then switched to blue. You couldn't see the bubbles as much because it was so much darker. I was like, <gasps> now, I don't like that though, right? Like, I feel like y'all should have only gave us the blue color because not their strategy and even the colors that you pick. Because me, I would have went for purple because, you know, Purple Pants Podcast, you know, I love purple, but that was kind of crazy to me uh and so morgan and lena were getting very frustrated and it was just a very tedious kind of job and only three teams went there so clearly it was paper for everybody now the paper was interesting uh joel and gary i think joel tells us that like back in the army they used to call him the crate master because he could make crates I and love I it. Have, Someone I have will think say. that's unfair. Somebody somewhere well, will say, yeah. oh, that's not fair because he made crepes in the army. Blech. Okay. And actually, someone in our YouTube comments said, I want to say it might have been season three or season seven of The Amazing Race that they were in China and that they stayed in the China reason for like three or four legs. And there was a couple that spoke Chinese and they're like, that's a huge advantage. I'm like, mm, is it? I mean, even I mean, if it is, it's nobody's fault. It's the amazing race. 
Uh, I mean, like, you I, you can't be mad, but someone definitely wrote that in the comments. I was like, oh, that's interesting. I was like, I got to tell Brooke that. Um, <laughs> and so it was interesting because the paper, some people struggle. Some people were killing it. Uh, and wait, because, uh, well, I'm going out of order, but it don't matter, right? Uh, Rob and Corey, first of all, we love Corey. Corey was like this Zen master. Cause first of all, Rob was making them and Rob was killing it. But Corey was just like, these are the most beautifulest rice papers I've ever seen. I felt like Corey was like blessing and touching all of the rice cakes. Like you're so beautiful. You're so calm. But they definitely killed that. Uh, Todd and Ashley struggled. But how did they do with one another? Did they struggle so, well, and fight or did they struggle and choose love well i mean ashley is you know trying to put it on rob's like that's too much ashley's like oh he's like you gotta take it off you gotta right, yeah. like and then he was like well do you want criticism or do you not like <laughs> i just uh i love their relationship because it's just like their energy is funny but i i feel like i'm with ashley a little bit like sir shh for a second, but they switched roles and Todd ended up kind of sort of killing it. So Todd okay. did really, really great. Um, Steve and Annalise struggled a little bit with it, uh, but the worst struggle of all was Jocelyn and Victor. Oh, yeah. It looks like they had a real fall from grace this they, week. They could not figure out how to get it to stick on. Everyone else seems to be able to like get it to stick on the little rolly to get it off. But they just could not be able to get it. And so they struggled really bad. Uh, Melania and Andrea uh, got there and they had to wait because there were only five tables. And so they had to wait. They wanted to leave. But, you know, I feel like they listened to the podcast and they took your advice and said to stay. And I really have to say. And again, maybe I'm just biased because they from Philly. And that's what you are. But. They killed it like they got it and they was like they literally killed it. How fast they got. I was like, oh, okay, y'all. I mean, it's the right thing to do if you're somewhere and you know where you are and you can see the other teams, even if you have to wait, unless the other feeling, you know, my feeling, unless the other half of the detour is right there and you basically can see it and know exactly where you're going and know you won't have to wait there. You never know. Then stay where you are. Stay the course and kill it like they killed it. So good job, ladies. They definitely did. And then so the order and up then. So Steve and Anna Lee get to the pit stop first. Uh, They have to find Phil at the biggest monastery in Vietnam, uh, which looks beautiful, looks amazing. And so Steve and Anna Lee get there first and it's so exciting because they were sixth place sixth place and now first place and then my biggest or my biggest attitude of the thing was so phil came on the first episode and said like he said last season everybody's getting like there there is no non-eliminations this season so then they get there and he tells us that you are first place but you're keep uh, keep racing. racing. Um, I hate to break it to you, Phil, but that's a non-elimination. <laughs> that's a non-elimination, and uh, we know we're going to have this again at the mega leg at the end. Well, so, okay, so yes, I'm with you. I think I I think it's um semantics uh, because every leg of the Amazing Race, you, with very very small exception don't at me has a roadblock and a detour right now you've only had the detour so technically a full leg hasn't happened yet so it's not a non-elimination it is just an extra long leg i'm trying i'm trying to have the amazing races back here because i'm trying to but it's not you go if you say no non-eliminations to me it feels like someone should get eliminated every week every episode But technically, this hasn't been a whole leg. It's just very, 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 very long leg. The roadblock will happen next time and somebody will go home next time. Now, the question becomes this. In your many, many seasons of watching The Amazing Race, which I know there have been several at this point, have you ever felt... Now, tell me, uh, Steve and Allie get there first. And how do we get... Then it's Joel and Garrett. Uh Then it's Rob and Corey. They just are at the top no matter what. Uh Uh-huh. 
Todd and Ashley had a, a huge come up. Okay, they are in number four. Then it is Robin and Chelsea. Damn. Okay. Then it is Morgan and Leanne. I mean, Lena. It's Lena. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm not Leanne Rhymes. Uh, Morgan and Alina. Then it is Joel and Ian. Then it is Greg and John. Then it is Melania and Andrea. Then it is Jocelyn and Victor. They weren't in the last spot. And then it is the brothers picking up at the mm -hmm. end. And there were multiple people on the mat at the same time. I love and that. Even I love we could that. see the brothers in the background as Jocelyn and Victor got there. And actually, when the brothers got done with their plastic thing, they tried to pull in a Jocelyn and Victor's uh, cab. That's how close they were. And the places were wow. really, really close together. So it's interesting because although they're keep racing, Jocelyn and Victor and the brothers are right behind each other. So it's like it literally can be anybody's game. Um, the brothers sorry to cut you off but oh. the brothers really like first of all already love the brothers uh but i feel like when they were on the boat ride they were talking about their relationship and how when they were younger they didn't always see eye to eye they have gone some moments in life where they haven't talked at all and now like they live close together and now they really just want to like spend their time together and as much i'm like why do I right? love them? So but do they much? sleep in bunk beds? That's my question. Well, you know, that is reserved for Greg and John. <laughs> and I hope that Greg and John win the amazing race so that they can buy full size. <laughs> or listen, I'll even take twin size beds at this point. Uh, we just got to get rid of those bunk beds. That's really funny. Um, so would you have been okay with how the episode went if it was an elimination and the brothers went home this week? Or they're so endearing to you that you're happy that it's keep on racing. I mean, although I said that I was mad at Phil for lying to us, I am excited that the brothers have another uh, chance to stay in it. But honestly, I wish we could have had it last week with the mother and daughter because I loved them. They were, like, great. They were, they were great. so amazing. So where do we go next week? Girl, you know, I don't watch the previews. Oh! <laughs> I never watch the previews. I don't watch them on Survivor or because I feel like it takes away from me being surprised. It's so, like, you know, so I mean. I did hear a little bit of a talk about how since Survivor and the Amazing Race are back to back right now, people were wishing that the order this week were switched because the end of Survivor was so good and the end of the Amazing Race left some, not that the episode wasn't good, but because there was no finality to it because there was no elimination that it just kept you being like, well, but we need the end of the episode. So. I'm excited to see where we go next week. I'm excited to have a drink with with the Philly Johns in New York City. I'm excited to meet Corey when he comes back to New York. Please bring your father. I can't wait to meet him and talk with him. Um, you and I are going to make our way to New York City at some point this season and, and check out the viewing party and say hi yes. to everybody. Um, and I can't wait to have seen the next one because I will be back on U.S. territory by by next week so that we can different backdrop maybe i'll try and find an actual beach and <laughs> do this on the uh, beach that would be amazing i feel like this episode really opened my eyes to potential winner picks right i know it's still so early but again i really first of all i'm rooting for my philly jones rob and Corey, but for really joel and garrett and uh steve and anna lee really impressed me this episode and I'm like I think they might be the teams to beat but this break from number one for uh Jocelyn and Victor, Victor. could be the break that they need to kind of like get back in it but Jocelyn was losing her ish when they was making the rice and uh Victor was keeping it cool because he couldn't get the I don't know how to explain it, but you had to like pick it up with this roller thing and it just wouldn't stick. And uh Jocelyn was like, it's not sticking, it's not sticking. And Victor's like, I know, I'm trying to tell you. And I can so see that. Victor was like, here you I? do it. And then when I she couldn't get it, he was like, You see, it's not sticking. Uh, <laughs> At least they weren't blaming each other. That's good. <laughs> they were just you know, add it. But I think in, I, it might have been uh, Andrea's confessional. She said, although the Philly Jones had to wait, she said what she believed made her so good at getting it together was because they had so much time to just sit there and watch the instructor do it over and over and over again. Because when they got to the rice, I'm calling it rice cakes, but rice paper, they were literally like a pro at it. 
Like, well, I'm that's like, the I'm point. Not. That's what, you know, Greg mentioned it. I think it was Greg mentioned it last week, where if you get there a little bit later or you can watch everybody else get the no and find out why they're doing something wrong. And I think I said this to you before. It happened uh, when we were in Venice. I did a roadblock. The instructor will start the demonstration when the first team arrives. They will not start it over if you ask. Because, <laughs> you know, I asked. And I was like, can we start it again? She's like, no, Bella, no. And I was like, okay, I'll just have to wait. So they won't start it over. But if you're there long enough and you can watch the demonstration from the beginning more than once, it's not, there are people who will get there and be like, damn it, we just can't do anything and just sort of sulk. They are smart about it. Watch the instruction, watch how they're doing it more than once. And you know what, even though you're not actually practicing at the moment, by the time you get to your station, you're going to be in a much better space, both mentally and physically prepared to like do the movements like the instructor is doing them. So they are smart. I'm glad they're still in it. I hope they stay in it for a long time. They are a joy to watch. And I think that Victor and Jocelyn sort of like fall from first place. It might be exactly what they need. Like they may last for a very long time. On my season, the team that came in second to last on the first leg came in first, the next two legs, because they learned from their mistake and they ended up, well, sixth, but they made it really far. They made it through like eight of the eight of the 12 of the race because they, they were smart and learned from the mistakes. So I think that, you know, if you're first all the time, it may lead to sort of a false sense of confidence. And we know that there will be a U-turn vote this season, that everyone has to vote for a team to get U-turn. And I think this actually works well for Jocelyn and Victor, because if you don't, if you don't want to hurt anybody's feelings, the thought process might just be, well, vote for the team that keeps coming in one and give them a little bit of a, a bump along the way. Right. And so I think this might help them because maybe they're not going to be seen as just number one all the time. And maybe they won't get bumped along the way. This may, this may go to somebody who's now rising in the ranks. Maybe like a Joel and a Garrett. The thing that I don't like about that joint roadblock is though, I feel like, and we're going to have to timestamp this. I feel like whatever team was in first place at the last check-in will be the team that everyone is going to vote to U-turn, right? Maybe. So it's mm-hmm. like, does it really matter if you killing it? Like, you know, kill it the first four and then kind of like drop to second and third. Uh, that's the one thing I don't like because with the other U-turns, I feel like you could give a U-turn to, is it any team that's like behind you, right? You can give it to anybody, but if they've already and, passed it, they don't, it doesn't matter. It's right. moot, they don't use it. So yes, if it, unless they're behind you and you know they're behind you, it might be a, like a moot point. Uh, this, you can give it to anybody. I'm curious to see when they do this vote, if they're actually going to show the reasons why people are voting how they vote, or if it's just like, uh, these people, like for no legitimate reason, because everyone seems so nice. I'm well, sure behind the scenes, there are things. What? Tell me. So on this episode, when they were waiting at the, I want to say the airport, maybe the airport or the bus station. I think it was Robin. She had made a comment. They were talking about you definitely was at the airport. Anna Lee uh, and I think the brothers and maybe Robin. No, Anna Lee. It was a group of them talking and Anna Lee was saying how like they used to do like frog bowling where you have to go catch a frog at a bowling alley or something like that. And Robin was Did like, you bowl with a frog? Did you hurt the frog? I don't know. I, I think okay, it might have just been the game frog of, like, I'm looking this up. Find the frog. But uh, Robin made a comment like I'm not in the mood today like to kind of like be in these this is her confessional but like I ain't in the mood today and I don't know like if outside of the here is would these be the people that I hang out with right and so we get that like we're we all ain't gonna hang out but it makes me wonder if like what, what kind of attitude people are hearing from her on the race and if that's going to be a reason and that if that say- will like be a reason to like boop 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 and I also wonder with the U-turn will they will it be methodical will it be like voting blocks like will there be a majority of people to be like we need to stop this or will the votes just be random I mean if they were smart if they knew there was a blind U-turn Phil said it at the beginning a vote U-turn vote if I, the first <laughs> First I'll thing I would have done at that first airport, exactly at that first airport, we're cool, we're cool, we're cool, we're all gonna vote the same. Great, like right. that way we don't even have to worry about it. And and you know what? Better them than me. I don't. As long as it's not me, I don't care. And so make friends quickly and make a deal right up front. I'm I'm a fan See, of the deal. 
I love that, like behind the scene alliance stuff that really does yeah. matter. Although, like, you know, they'd be like, oh, I don't like to bring Survivor to Amazing Race, but <clears throat> being nice and relationship buildings can take you a long way. Now, my last question before we end this is yeah. since Morgan and Lena did use their express pass, will another express pass pop up like idols pop up in Survivor? So, um, not because Morgan and Lena used it, will a new one show up? So the oh. answer is probably no. Um, they an express pass is usually it has to be used by a certain leg anyway. So they never replenish. It's not going to come back because one was one was used. If there was ever a second one, it was always going to be there. And honestly, at the end of leg three, it's probably no. There either would have been two at the beginning or it would have been found early enough on because there's only another leg to have used it anyway. They're not going to give you an express pass and allow you to use it to leg nine. It's too much of an advantage with so few teams left. Um, so if there was going to be one, it would have been probably done already. And no, not like idols. Once it's used, it's out. There's okay. probably not one. A fast forward is something that might show up, which as we know is something that would show up on a leg and say, if you do this, you bypass the rest of the tasks on this leg and go straight to the pit stop. Uh, on my season, it was in Norway and Becca and Floyd got to skydive over the fjords of Norway, which was we missed it by 30 seconds. Like we were running to the helicopter and they beat us out by 30 seconds. Now, my partner was terrified of heights. He never would have wanted to do this. I had already been skydiving. I didn't want to do it because skydiving is terrifying. And I did it once and that was enough for me. But I would have done it again. Um, but we did miss out by just just that much. So anyway, uh I don't think there is a fast. If there is, we haven't heard anything about it yet. I don't think there is going to be one this season. Um, but the express pass is, is gone and deaded, and that's the end of it. Okay. Well, I hope for the sake of the express pass that at the end of next episode, Lena they didn't and Morgan it, right. are in the top five because uh that would suck. But as long as they don't go home, then it wasn't a waste, though. So we'll have right. to see. We'll have to see what happens next week. But this has been your Amazing Race Pit Stop coverage from Bryson Brooke, Season 35, Episode 3. We'll be back next week. We'll, we'll have to figure out where Brooke's location is. Where in the world is Brooke Kamai? Good one. <laughs> yes. Whatever. I'll get it right eventually. Uh, we will see you next time. Bye. It's the Purple Pants. It's the Purple Pants. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You better get your headphones and listen up quick. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You better listen in public. Might make your stomach hurt. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You're trying to unwind. You better get that box wine. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You're trying to get your snack. You better hurry right back, though. It's the Purple Pants. It's the Purple Pants.